Welcome back, fellow podcasters. It's Freedom Friday, and time for another episode of Jeff Fry, an American conservative. I think I'd like to take this week to go back to the Texas Democrat lawmakers who, in their bonehead thinking pattern, decided they would flee the state of Texas in order to interrupt the voting process for voters' reform in that state. Now, unlike the U.S. Constitution, which requires no more than a simple majority of legislators to show up in order to have a quorum, which is required in order to pass legislation, the Texas Constitution requires that at least 60% of the members be present to gain that quorum. Now, Texas currently has 150 state house legislators, so a 60% quorum would require at least 90 legislators to be there in order to conduct business. The Republicans currently have 83 members of that 150. The Democrats have the balance which is 67. So when 55 of the Democrat legislators decided to flee the state, and the reason they fled the state, by the way, was so that they could not be put under house arrest and escorted back to the Capitol, frankly, to do their jobs. But nonetheless, they fled the state, went to Washington, D.C., therefore, there was no way that the current session could get to the quorum. If there's no quorum, no business can be transacted, and therefore no passage of the voters' reform bill could be done. And you might want to say this is just showboating on the parts of the Democrats, which isn't surprising to any of us. And it also doesn't mean that it's permanent in nature. After all, it's reasonable to presume that these legislatures will probably wait until the session has ended, then they will come back to Texas, upon which they will be placed under house arrest, immediately entering the state, and with no doubt, the house in Texas will then have a special session and get this passed one way or the other. So call it a delay tactic, showboating, whatever you might, This is the strategy that the Democrats have decided to use, and frankly, they got national attention. Now, I'm sure you've probably heard that the Democrats are doing this because they feel that this legislation that's being presented suppresses the minority vote. Let's just take a second to highlight, actually, what exactly that is in this bill that the Democrats don't like. First of all, this bill wants to stop 24-hour voting stations. And when you think about it, 
Who or where can you go in this country and be able to vote 24 hours a day? All this is saying is that they want to stop it. They also want to stop drive-through voting. Hey, let's face it. If you've ever been to a voting booth, it's very private. And the only reason, the only reason that this was done in the last election was because COVID made it technically unsafe to come out of your car. But the Democrats don't see it that way. And another thing that this legislation does is it, it eliminates ballot drop boxes. And let me tell you what, just the smell of that doesn't seem right. This is people that can go around and gather ballots. We're not really sure who does it. We don't have the integrity of, of anything to that effect. But they allow these ballots to be just placed into a box, randomly, I might add, and use these ballots as gospel. Again, this was done because of COVID, so that people wouldn't have to, frankly, be around other people. This legislation also wants partisan poll watchers so that they could be there to observe the election workers at these polls close enough to see what they're doing and be there in the event that any changes of the normal process take place. <laughs> Doesn't that kind of make sense? I mean, I don't care whether you believe in the theory that everything changed after 10 o'clock at night on the night of the election, but certainly there were instances, and in Georgia and in Texas, where the poll watchers were escorted out of the premise, because after all, they, they stopped the actual counting, and that's when funny things happened, like major drop boxes of ballots, and nobody knew where they came from or what the processes were. And of course, one of the big things is that they want to have voter ID. And it's not just voter ID when you show up to vote, because Texas already has that. No, they want, they want to have that signature verified. They want to have these, these absentee ballots requested. They want to have that signature for the request line up with what they have on state record. And they want to make sure that when that ballot comes back, it's got the same signature on it. And I'm not going to say that a person can't be coerced into filling out a ballot. But what it does do is it puts a couple more pieces of security in there so that at least allegations of multitudes of fake ballots can't be filled and submitted. Now, I don't see personally anything that Texas is trying to produce under this voter integrity bill that in any way suppresses anyone, let alone a minority. And I would think that I would be horribly offended by someone saying that just because of the color of my skin that I don't have the ability to have access to ID or to be able to get to a voter's place or to request by mail my voters, my absentee ballot. So where are these guys coming from? 
We all know, actually, where they're coming from. It's because of the great fraud that took place during this election. And it all took place, at least it came to a head, after that 10 o'clock at night when the vote count clearly was showing that President Trump was on his way to a re-election. Let's get back to these bonehead legislators, 55 of them. Here we see pictures on chartered aircraft going to Washington, D.C. None of them wearing a mask. Come on, people. I know if you've traveled like I have, anytime you get on public transportation, you're required to wear a mask at all times, in the airport and on the airplane. Now, for whatever reason, under this COVID Protection Act, private planes or charter planes are not required to wear the masks. Now, when these runaway Democrat legislators got to Washington, D.C., they were heralded by Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, Vice President Harris, as heroes for the fight for democracy. And they were met with these legislatures in various meetings upon their arrival. Unfortunately, a couple of days later, six of these people on that aircraft were tested positive for COVID. And exactly how could this be? Because after all, they all contend that they were double vaccinated, and yet six out of 55 came down with this virus. So the media says, okay, well, these were breakthrough cases, they call them, where people can still come down with the virus, but they were been vaccinated. So I went to the CDC website, and as of July 19th anyway, I looked at the section which talked about breakthrough cases of COVID. And as that, at that time, they were showing infections with these breakthrough cases, total of 5,914. Now, I want you to keep in mind, this is based on 161 million people in the United States that have been fully vaccinated against the COVID-19. And if you were to take that total number, which also included uh, about 25% of them, which were the, um, the people who were infected but had no symptoms, you're going to see that less than one of every 10,000 people that have gotten in the vaccine have been reported on one of these breakthrough cases. And yet, amazingly enough, out of the 55 people that we had on this airplane, six of them apparently had, one, had these breakthrough cases, which by math standards would be approximately 11%. And I might add, it wouldn't take a math major to figure out, that that's an alarmingly higher rate than the less than one for every 10,000 that the CDC has been reporting. And the news media doesn't appear to have any kind of concerns with this. But I do, because I think only one of two things can be happening here. Number one, the Democrats are lying to us, and we actually have a bunch of people on that plane that may not be vaccinated. 
Or number two, maybe the instance of this breakthrough is a lot higher than what we're being told, therefore making the vaccines perhaps not the placebo pill that everybody's looking for. Either way, from a newsworthy standpoint, why aren't we having this investigated? It can only be one of two things, really. And either one of them is monumental in its own right. If the Democrats are not all vaccinated, why not? They're the ones that uh, are really going full press with the American public, sending stormtroopers to your house door to door to make sure you're getting the vaccine or pay the penalty. Or is it a chance that maybe these vaccines aren't really working the way they're supposed to? Now, interestingly enough, when you continue with the hypocrisy of everything, one of the Democrat representatives, a woman by the name of Donna Howard, since the time after flying and coming down with this breakthrough case herself, she's now calling for mask mandates in her state. And if you were to look at the picture of her on that airplane with all those passengers, one of them has a picture of the left side of the plane, has a woman with dark black glasses in the front row. She's the woman immediately to the left. So I guess now that she has traveled on the plane with no mask, now that she's in Washington, D.C., presumably a super spreader on her own right, she feels mask mandates are now required. Please, what a crock of crap these people are. And I also don't understand why Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, and President Harris are not getting the COVID tests as a sign of precaution. Because we're being told they weren't close enough to have been in contact with these people. And that individually might be so, but who's to say that these super spreaders going around D.C. haven't infected others who may have been close enough to these three? Now, I'm going to tell you what. Politics is everything. And the reason they're not getting the COVID tests, because they don't want the Republicans to jump on that opportunity to think that maybe, maybe the Democrats could be responsible for a super spreading going around the Capitol. No matter what, as we're trying to get through this administration, if you want to call it that, the bonehead after bonehead things that happen day in and day out, it's ridiculous. But I am trying to keep up with them one at a time if I can, and I appreciate you taking the time to listen with me today. Maybe the news media somehow, somewhere, will wake up and, and we'll start reporting on some level of truthfulness instead of this pure, pure partisan suppression of news on the Democrats, over-exemplification on that with the Republicans. Thanks again for joining in. I am Jeff Fry, an American conservative. I'll be back next week with more to talk about. In the meantime, keep us, U.S., the United States in mind. Thank you.